welcome to Song and Plants. My name is Carmen Porter. Lavender is a beloved perennial herb of the Lamiaceae family. A few other familiar aromatic plants in this family include lemon balm, mint, rosemary, sage, basil, oregano, thyme, and catnip. Lavender is the name commonly used for several species within the Lavandula genus. Although there are more than 40 species within this genus, I will detail seven that are commonly cultivated. Each has distinct characteristics that will influence how you will be wanting to use and grow them. English or true lavender, Lavandula angustifolia, is not actually native to England. It comes from the Mediterranean, but due to its ability to tolerate colder temperatures, it has adorned British gardens for hundreds of years. The species name Angustifolia means narrow leaves. Formerly it was called officinalis, which was a reference to its long history as a medicinal herb. Some principal compounds that give Lavandula Angustifolia its sweet floral aroma include linalool and linalyl acetate. There are many cultivars of this species. Some are selected for their bloom color, growth habit, essential oil production, or culinary potential. Munstead and Hitcote are low-growing classics for drying and crafting. Mayette and Folgate are prized for the quality of their fragrance in essential oil production. Big Time Blue has deep purple flowers that impart sweet floral flavor. Other culinary favorites include Melissa and Jean Davis. The flowers of Melissa are pink and white, while Jean Davis is entirely pink. If you have any Lavandula angustifolia cultivars growing in your garden already, I'd encourage you to sample a flower as many cultivars have pleasant flavor. When cooking with fresh herb, both the corolla, which is the petal structure, and the calyx, the protective casing at the base of the flower can be used. Lavandula angustifolia ice creams, sorbets, and jellies are delightful. The tea made from this species is light and soothing. It's also lovely in baked goods, paired with flavors like lemon, strawberry, or honey. Drying intensifies the flavor, which can be quite potent. So if you're using the dried herb, start with small amounts. Before planting a cultivar of Lavandula angustifolia, check the expected mature size and growth habit. There's quite a lot of diversity within the species, so appropriate spacing varies. Lavandula angustifolia can be grown from seed or propagated by rooting cuttings. Lavandins, or Lavandula cross intermedia, are hybrid cultivars of Lavandula angustifolia and Lavandula latifolia. They tend to bloom later in the season and grow to be bigger plants that contain higher yields of essential oil. Grosso is the cultivar that is most commonly grown for commercial essential oil production. Though this oil does contain small amounts of linalool, high levels of eucalyptol, borneol, and camphor tend to overpower the floral notes. 
The essential oil of lavandula cross intermedia is used extensively in soaps, detergents, and cosmetics due to its bold aroma. The lavender's flower spikes and stems are longer, which is ideal for flower arrangements. They hold color and fragrance through drying, so they are often used to fill sachets and inspire crafting projects. Culinary pairing for lavender's tend to be with stronger flavors like rosemary, thyme, or basil in savory dishes. They have inherited cold hardiness from lavandula angustifolia. Lavandula cross-intermedia cultivars like Phenomenal can even grow abundantly in humid conditions. Due to it being a hybrid, collecting seed is not an option, so vegetative propagation is required. Lavandula latifolia is the other parent in the lavandin cross. The species name latifolia means broad leaves. It is native to the Western Mediterranean and is commonly called spike or Portuguese lavender. The main compounds that characterize the aroma of lavandula latifolia are eucalyptol, borneol, camphor, and linalool. The fragrance is spicy, strong, and invigorating. The essential oil yield is high, so it tends to be less expensive and used in soap making and detergents. Lavandula latifolia is not used in cooking or baking, but is often grown as a medicinal herb. The plant is considerably less hardy, so if you want to grow it as a perennial and you are in a place where the winters are snowy, it will need to be protected or brought indoors. It can be propagated by seed or cutting. Lavandula stocus is often called Spanish or butterfly lavender. It is native to the Mediterranean and parts of northern Africa. Eucalyptol and camphor levels are dominant, giving it a strong resinous aroma. It's not used in cooking. The essential oil is intense. The dried herb can be used in potpourries. The charm of this species, however, is the sterile brackets that extend out of the tops of the flower heads. They're showy, and many cultivars have been selected to exhibit different colors. Lavandula stocus can grow well in a container or as a border plant, but it's not hardy. If you live where it snows, bring it indoors or just grow it as an annual. The final three are mainly grown as landscaping plants. Lavandula dentata has fringed or toothed leaves and long-lasting flower spikes. Lavandula lanata has woolly leaves. Lavandula pinata has fern-like leaves and can tolerate light shade. Sadly, none of these three will survive freezing. They do, however, contribute lovely textures and are adored by the bees. All the lavandula species that I've described thrive in full sun. They enjoy dry soil, so don't overwater or mulch. If your soil is rich in clay, mounding can help promote drainage. Regular pruning also helps your plant remain healthy. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to connect, head over to CarmenPorter.com.